like mother like son like movies. I'm Aaron and I'm here with my mother Lisa. Hello. In this episode we are going to talk about movies that were featured in the Oscars 2022. Mainly the best picture movies but we will have also other additional movies that we wanted to talk about that are that were shown uh, or listed in the Oscars uh, and stuff. So uh, first first uh, we want to get through this Dune. Because we, we already have a podcast about Dune. We don't want to yeah, linger podcast. too much <laughs> in Dune. But in terms of... Uh, I we kind of want to... I want to kind of uh, point out some stuff of Dune in the Oscars. Is that it... I think it won most of the... Most awards. Nominations. Which it got the nominations. No, it didn't have so most of the nominations. but Six. Six nominations and it ah one nomination was the best picture and that it didn't get all the others. <laughs> no, there was even more. There, there is, there is not six nominations. It, it won six categories. Yeah, it won six. But there is uh, seven, eight, ah, nine, it, ten no- nominations that it had. Ah, yeah, yeah, that was true. Makeup and costume and screenplay, but yeah. six it got. Yeah, it it won six out of those. It's it's uh, kind of a, it it really took home, but all of the stuff that it did won, and I kind of want to point out related to our like opinions of the movie and stuff that all of those were like very technical. Oh, but <coughs> but it they were important ones. Like what I think is very important is editing. It's one of the main things in a film. It won the editing and music. And cinematography. Yes, but not like uh, none of the actors were nominated. No. Directing it didn't mm. uh, nominated. It was best picture, but it didn't want it. It had adapted screenplay, but didn't won. I yeah. I criticized, for example, the screenplay in the sense that it was kind of uh, like uh, cut short. You know, it's not a complete screenplay, in my opinion. It's I I I and I kind of. Maybe I, I don't know if I missed it in the podcast back then, but I want to argue that it's a brilliantly written movie. Like I want to, ad- I want to give uh, respect to Denis Villeneuve and uh, his uh, writing partner. Now I don't remember his name. Uh, that for the adapt adapted screenplay, it's a. It's a very good yeah, John John Spades, Eric Roth. Yeah. That mm-hmm. they they did an amazing job to adapt an understandable movie out of that that massive <laughs> that massive uh, uh, sand, sandstorm of a book that is like so hard uh, to yes. like pinpoint of what's even happening, and the, that that's a that's a brilliant skill. Like he it's did a great job to make, and, and I think your your uh, description of when we were talking about the movie in, in the podcast, the way you describe and how you understood the film is a kind of testament to that because yes, you don't that's know what book. I want to say. Yeah, yes. so it was a great kind of proof of that, um, and so I do want to give. I, I do understand that it was nominated for that, and like I do see the value and the kind of. Uh, that that it deserved to have that nomination, that's it. But I do I, I do agree that it's not Oscar award. Maybe maybe after the complete movie is finished, maybe then we can think of if it's 
if the whole movie saga that he finishes is Oscar worth like this this is a brilliant screenplay but we need to see the rest of the film so that's what I wanted to kind of point out is that it's it, like I, I, I don't mean it in a, in a in a in a bad sense but it is noticeable that you got most of the kind of more technical side you know all of those like costume mm. production design sound all it's, it's a brilliantly made film but it's not a, a as a as a film you know in its in its core story wise and you know like the, the you know it's yeah it is a suburb film, I think. When when I I had no knew nothing about Dune before, like I we talked about it then, and and I got out of it. Uh, I I love it. So I think it's a good film. Yes. So that's that's. I think that's all we wanted to say about Dune. Okay, that's uh, it. So that's it. So uh, the next one is uh, the power of the dog. And I, w- I'm go- I, my opinion, what I want to say, my my great my great opinion here is that it was the biggest loser of this award season. Even but if the director got the prize. Yes. So so it, uh, let me explain why it, why I consider it kind of a, like lost. Is that but when 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 the when the nominations were like uh, announced and everything, Power of the Dog was winning. On the nominations, it was the biggest movie of the mm. whole Oscar gala. It it had even more than Dune. I think it had uh, three, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve categories nomination. It had most. It had like all these like cinematography, sound, uh, all, all the actors and all the that the screenplay, the best picture, the direct like. It felt like it's, there's no other category it could have, you know, if it, you know, mm. uh, to have, you know. So, um, and it lost on all of those, and that that feels because Jane Campion was kind of beheaded, like, uh, uh, you know, leading this Oscars with her movie and her great achievement as this, and it was really on the news, like that she's like this big female director that is like now you know uh, kind of uh, uh, dominating these Oscars with her superior movie that is having so many nominations so to have to get to, to have after that to come out from that with only the directing of, of art so only to give her as a female director the the honor from her movie and that to say that all of the other stuff were not as good as the other movies so yeah your, your directing was pretty fine but you know otherwise other movies were better in, in other ways I think that was a kind of uh, it I I feel like you know in contrast it it felt kind of a down a downlet you know Maybe they had uh, they copied the idea from last year. This close Zhao, the woman director of Nomadland, she got all kind of prizes over her. This is this to me feels like uh, uh, like a uh, <coughs> like a participation award more. 
you know um, it's kind yeah. of like it's nice that you participated and we will honor it it's kind of like what uh, happened with some sometimes when you are have an international movie and it's also best picture and then they're mm-hmm. like well you you know it's not the best picture quality but you will get the best international but it was a good film and uh, so in known in the average and well acted and everything and yes they made a lot of work and good work they were very eg- eg- enthusiastic these people doing it you can see mm-hmm. but then uh, some and the story was really surprising yeah it, it it went in it was a very interesting i i think it was an interesting way to explore like western uh yeah. gender and masculinity yeah but the one point which i have to say is that uh, benedict cumberbatch which i hear many people praise him in this and he's a good actor and everything but to bring he acted like he's on a shakespeare stage in england or somewhere and he was after all a cowboy Oh, what do you call it in the wild American West? Yeah. So he he's acting. To me, always is kind of uh, you no know, wooden. Well, I feel like yeah, he's he he can have that. He's a very he's a British actor, and he can have that. Maybe you can argue of that, but I feel like in this role, it kind of matter because that was the point of that character that he is completely shut up and closed up he cannot really truly express himself he is so he's kind of you know it's it's it, it deals with kind of uh, the, the way we look at masculinity and way a man learns to live in the world you know yeah, but can you imagine? I couldn't believe that they are brothers, these two people. That's true. Like that was they, very sometimes. They, but that was Jesse maybe. Ples- yeah. Jesse Plemons was acting really like a person who lived in that area. And the other one said came straight from London or somewhere. I don't know. I think it was. Yeah. Well, we can we can very much. I think I feel like we, we maybe differ in in some sense. I think. Well, the point was to show that they, 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 from the very beginning, like Jane Campion has this very kind of dissociative style. Like he, he deliberately kind of cuts out some of the establishing uh, Aha, moments okay, to kind of okay. establish that they are character, uh, brothers. He, she deliberately shows them astray from each other, uh, you yeah. know, in a moment where, you know, uh, Benedict does, like the, the kind of Benedict does try to like, approach his brother all the time but you know just is very distant and that's why you don't feel like they're brothers because that's where their relationship has gone and i think mm. i think benedict Cumberbatch is a good job of kind of having this inner emotions that you can feel like you don't really know how to take him in the beginning he, he seems like an evil kind of the bad guy in the beginning you know but you, you start to see that there's so much emotions underneath him and he, that how much he kind of suffers from that relation and stuff and how kind of cold Jesse is. Like he's the he's the coldest in the end. Yeah, he is. The, it it looks like this Benedict Cumberbatch uh, shouldn't be living there at all. It's not for him, for this character of his. 
Yeah, there's there's so many very nice things that I like about it, like the house. It's this manor in the middle of nowhere, and it feels like nobody should live there. It's kind of nobody. Jesse shouldn't live there. Benedict shouldn't. Live there. It's not for anybody. And the it's, wife. But it's it kind of you know it's this kind of a metaphysical. <laughs> Remember this uh, Teres Malik's uh, heaven. Exactly, you know, that's like in the what I was. Nowhere, this mansion. And, Same thing, yeah. no? Yeah, that was believable. <laughs> well, yeah. So, um, I do. Uh, yeah. Did I, uh, I, sorry, did I talk over you when you said no, no. what was the name of that that uh, Terence Malik film? Was it Days of Heaven? Days of Heaven. You I think. Oh, so yeah, nice. probably other people have made this similar comparison yeah, yeah. to the house. I and I also want to say that Kristen Dance was. It, it was a very much a, a, a movie about Kristen Dunst and Benedict. They were in the center, I feel. Yeah, Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten, so, yeah, sorry. Yeah, she's, she's really marvelous. So I, I don't really, I don't really see the 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 how Cody Smith McBee and Jesse Plemons got a nomination because I don't really feel like they got to really shine. Like. But, but Jesse Plemons well. Uh, yeah, they are very good actors, but for example, Jesse Plemons was, in, in, I, and I, it will come, it, it will come again during this our movie talk. Is that he was kind of hardly in the movie, and I feel yeah. like uh, when you he's he's he sometimes appears in the film and he's very kind of shut up, and and that's it. And then yeah, fine, he does that character very well, but. Does that really grant you a kind of an Oscar nomination compared to many, many others amazing performances that we have seen but, this year? But he's been wonderful in other films, so, so <laughs> everybody it, remembers that. I feel like he kind of comes along with the package of this yeah, Power yeah. of the Dog that was like somehow so well marketed for your consideration that somehow mm -hmm. it kind of got everybody's attention for all of this. Because it's such things. a good story, very surprising, original story. Yeah, so there, indeed that screenplay is also there and everything. And, and uh, my my uh, favorite part of the whole film was the music. It was oh. brilliant, I think. It was a very, very well oh, thought out and adapted. Yeah, it was this uh, Johnny Greenwood. Who, who, we, who yeah we know him from more like uh, as a band member of the Radiohead and then he started to do like a score music uh, yeah. movie scores and he he started to work prominently with uh, Paul Thomas Anderson and he made many music scores for his films oh good and he got a lot of like attention to that and he didn't do the this year Paul Thomas but he did this year two other music oh. scores and the other film is also here which one? About. Well, we'll see. Ah, okay. <laughs> so uh, now I have now you make me want to see this power of the dog again because of the music. I don't, I didn't pay attention to yeah. it. Wow! Yeah. I thought I will never see it again. <laughs> now I have to see it again. <laughs> I have to. But it was a it was a great film. A lot of like best music. Well, I th I think best music should have won. Oscar. It definitely was one of the best ones of the year. But but always these Denny Villeneuve's films have this music which is just over everything. This is the he Campion. won. 
Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, this whole yeah, yeah. Dune, in Dune. Yeah, and all the others here. This Icelandic business. So, okay. Oh, okay. I have... Actually, I'm very sorry because I, I, I understood that maybe uh, Johnny Greenwood didn't do that Paul Thomas Anderson this year, but he did actually do also Licorice Pizza. So he did three uh, films, actually. I heard it, yeah. So, Okay, he's so pretty, He's agreed. a pretty amazing guy. So, yeah, there's so many good workers in these films behind, and I feel bad to say any bad thing about any film. But, but what can you do? Yeah. So okay, so let's go to the next film. So uh, then we have uh, Drive My Car. Oh, that. So. Maybe you can. Uh, so start. I don't understand really why only this film was from the foreign ones taken to this batch of the best films because there were other good ones too in foreign. So, but anyway, it's good that they took it. And this also was a film which I really, really much wanted to see because the name is so interesting. And it turned out I went to see it in a theater and that was good because I saw it on a big screen with that red car, the sub and everything and all this and and it's uh, it's adaptation <coughs> from Haruki Murakami's feel, uh, book, a novel. Short which story. I really, short story? Yeah, short story, no, in Finnish it's novel, <laughs> in English it's not novel, yeah. So, uh, I I loved that. I read it much earlier, and and this is the only one from all the films which are done after Murakami's books that succeeded. It yeah. succeeded to show his world. That's yeah, it. Because you famously you you love Murakami. Yeah. You absolutely. It's I like one of your favorite. Authors. I read his books and I buy his books and I. It's just if, I if love. If he writes something, you read it. Yeah. Uh, is there anything you haven't read from him? No. So it's a very pity that there's nothing left. <laughs> I yeah. am, I'm waiting. All so, the so time. you are like a really, you are like a big fan. So, um, and and indeed, famously, you kind of, uh, you you never really thought that people adapted his books well. Yeah. You, you never. So really now they those. did. So this, you know, it was very interesting for me also to hear. It was got my interest that. This was the like, first first film that you felt like this was a, like a faithful adaptation. Yeah, no, no, not faithful adaptation. Like word for, by word, he, he changed it. He this this uh, Hamaguchi, he changed it. But he the style is Murakami style and the core. Yeah, like like yeah. like in a way that if you, if you if you adapt this in a cinematic way, Murakami, this is how it would be. This That's like how it would be, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So he added other things even, and they are like Murakami. So, so th this really interesting film that it goes very slowly, but it has to go slowly. It this one goes slowly, and it's also it's Japanese, but it took from Russia this Anton Chekhov play, Uncle Vanya, and. That's it's 
it's a, such a combination. I really loved it. I really loved it. And the third thing very good in it was this um, uh, de deaf woman actress. She was, I think she should have got an Oscar. Yes. She yeah. was a deaf woman and they had another film even with deaf people. Do you pronounce it deaf? Deaf, yeah. Deaf. Do you, do you yeah. know if the actress was deaf? I'm just interested. I don't know if the actress was deaf, but she acted deaf. At least she was marvelous. She was so beautiful. Yeah. So all her, her movements and everything was so beautiful and tender. So this this had this Japanese style of yeah of presentation, and the driver, the woman driver, was just to the point. Yes, uh -huh. exactly like in the book. Uh -huh. Yes, so indeed, um, that the deaf actor, I, I actually have been wanting to mention that also, like it was on my notes, that I especially really love that deaf character, especially like that, that audition scene with the deaf act character is, I think, one of the best scenes in the film, and it really it's a it's a it's a great wonderful example of how you can add deaf uh, language and acting into movies. It's yes. it can be even more powerful than words spoken yeah. aloud. And I really loved in the film how they incorporated this deaf acting through also the theater play, where because the main character does this kind of very experimental theater where he has multiple languages at the same time and he puts the subtitles on the screen behind. Yes! And he does like uh, Beckett and all kind of uh, yeah. like uh, Western uh, theater plays. And he and then in this new Uncle Vania, he, yeah. ha he hired this uh, deaf actress to play one of the roles. And it's, it's wonderful to see that also in the theater play how just everything kind of uh, com co combines into each other, you know, it merges, yes. and it's you know, it doesn't matter what language you say, you know, it's the emotion and the performance it's, itself. Yeah, this film is done just opposite what the American normal films are. This is this is made in Japan, but so they could go and learn because you, it just goes on and on, forward, forward, forward all the time. It doesn't stop going and crying or something that ooh, 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 it goes forward like yeah well there are a lot of emotional dramatic silent but they are, moments they are evolving from one another <coughs> from one situation to well, another and it goes forward and in the end this very rare scene in the end but towards the end where the main character this man <laughs> it breaks up which is very rare in Japanese films. And there's no Ever. house, you mean, or...? Yeah. That's there. It. When he breaks up and realizes something. And that is, I thought, the weakest point of that film. Which yeah, I didn't kind like of dig. Yeah. It's because Japanese... <laughs> I'm not used to it. So... So that was... It was, very, was uh, it was American otherwise, in that sense. It was kind of... I heard one, one critic kind of... Uh, say that the, the, sometimes the tone of that film felt a little bit Oscar Beatty, which is a weird thing to say of a Japanese film. But it had this kind of sometimes that, a little bit of an Oscar Beatty feel that it tries to kind of prove itself to as if 
in an American sense or something like that scene, for example. What it, you yeah, exactly. That scene was the only scene, I think, for me at least, and it shouldn't have been there. But I don't know how else could have been there because I trust this Hamaguchi made a good work. Yeah. But yeah, so I took it, but it lowered my stars from five star to four. This yeah. scene, this scene only. Otherwise, it's everything I took. Yeah. Um, and I loved it, I loved it <laughs> so much, this the whole play. So I went immediately to library and, and borrowed the book and read it. And uh-huh. enjoyed it enormously, this uh, Uncle Vanya. Uh-huh. Wow! Did you get more uh, context for the film? Yes, insights into this, and it's such a deep, <coughs> it's a little, little play, like a so small book and little play, but so much underneath the currents, you know, what's going on, exactly like in the film. So he combined Murakami and Sehov. Uh-huh. Wow, what a, what a work. Yeah, and, and, and so how I understood is that it's like the, the, the original Murakami uh, short novel, short story is that it's a it's it takes place during a driving a car like is it one time one drive or something and the guy is no. sitting behind no it's a ghost they she drives him like in the film she drives yeah, yeah, here but, and there yeah but, okay so mm. but but the point is that the man is uh, i think he's an actor in the book in the no, in the story and he hires this woman to drive him and then he talks about his life and then he ah, falls no. asleep and and no, no, no. He's he's listening to the cassette, to the what you call it, play, back play of this uh, wife reading this Tsehov short story, because he's practicing the act in the car while while the woman drives, this this driver drives. So he's repeat he's acting the the theater there, I the know. words. He's learning the words every time they drive. That's, that's yeah, the story. Yeah. So, it's all but, but, very but, but, interesting. But I mean, yeah, so in, yeah, indeed what, what I mean is that it's a very shorter, compact, kind of minimal uh, setting, a story. And then this, uh, this director, um, he kind of, this uh, Yama... Uh, Hamaguchi. Hamaguchi. He he kind of expanded a lot. He kind of added yes. more kind of backstory or kind of scene. Like like the first half an hour, it don't exist in the short. Now. Yeah, exactly. So uh, yeah. I, and that's yeah. a half an hour. It's actually forty minutes that it takes yeah, place. Yeah, you know, during the life, like showing the life of the of the director and his wife and. Just and then the wife dies, and then the screen titles come in. Try my car, yeah. and then the actual story begins. And yeah, yeah, he felt it very important, and that's why it's like such a long film. Is because it has this, this like one third of the film is like this intro that that but he it, felt very important to have that we we get into the life, we 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 reveal that life with his wife, and we are kind of used to that, and then it kind of disappears. So he this. This Hamaguchi introduced two things into this film: the Chekhov story and 
the story of of uh, this uh, actor director this uh, yeah so his life the driver of the car and everything so two things combined and very very well it's done together they go go into each other i kind of have a problem with this film how it utilizes or uses the car driving and the driver itself like you you said that you like the driver and i kind of also i, I think she's a, she's a she's a good actor actress and an interesting kind of character but at some point it starts to get really kind of um Kind of tedious for me how we are how we are supposed to kind of start to see those two characters because so far the movie has made like so so much effort for us to make interest in the guy in the director and his life because we give this whole background story the whole movie uses one third of the film's runtime it's a valuable time it uses for the wife and the man yeah we this was the most important thing of the whole film yeah. 40 minutes that's a long time of my investment in the film and the characters yeah. and then and then kind of halfway of the movie we are in, uh, we, we get this driver and we, she starts to drive him around and then then we have this scene for example in the car where she like he talks about that they kind of the whole point is that she kind of helps him to kind of start opening because opening up because there's these moments where in the very beginning he feels like he's a kind of stranger in the car and it feels weird for him to put the cassette on and listen yeah, it's to very it. intimate it's his wife his dead wife is talking on the cassette. yeah so he's kind of like unsure about this and doesn't know how to deal with this and then he kind of uh, opens up a little bit and that uh, there's this see there's this moment where he actually stops the cassette and just talks to her more and then it kind of sees a little bit so instead of listening to the cassette he's actually interested who is actually there in the car with him and and these are interesting mm -hmm. dynamics and interesting like where we can kind of evolve characters and stuff like this but then for me it kind of starts to get this this kind of uh, uh, this kind of uh, challenge in the film where uh, then we, we, we have he, her who is kind of I don't really know how to even like she, she appears to be uh, in some ways as a kind of a metaphysical character you know it's, it doesn't feel like a real person because he's so monotonous and but that's Murakami's style yeah yeah that that's that's fine but then she, she starts to have this backstory as he starts to open up suddenly in the car about her life story and we have this long monologue of how she learned to drive the car so smooth and I thought that was start this is where we are I'm starting to get really kind of disinterested because I feel like maybe for me it would have been more interesting to keep that as a kind of more metaphysical mystery or you know like yeah. you, you, you keep it more vague you know this whole car business yeah, yeah. but now you now I you really understand. get into this this driver story and the story is kind of like okay that's uh, like um that's like, what he meant. This this one who criticized that is like American. Maybe Oscar yeah, film. yeah. 
it's, yeah, it's hard to. Yeah, I'm sorry that it's kind of hard for me to now express in words. But <laughs> my point, kind of, the result of that is that we have this uh, one monologue scene, and then after that, we we the driver starts to get more interested at times of the driver herself, and then that's why we get to the snowy mountains because it's her yeah, house that's all, yeah. and all of this. And at that point, I, when they are at the snowy house. I I'm feeling like I don't care about her yeah, house I because it was about supposed to be about his wife and him and and we you and just used play. 40 minutes yeah. for him but we haven't had 40 minutes for her and yeah. for you to have a monologue in a car just to to mention what mm. happened to you as a child is not enough for me to invest as much now on you because the movie made very clear that it needs its time to establish immersion into that character and i kind mm. of felt a little bit cheated by this homoguchi that he he forced this other character kind of there as a that we should mm. be now have meaning for you know yeah i also that's so, you have a point so if it's enough for you to have a monologue in a car of a background of your childhood and then we are supposed to get interested in you which is fine we could have that many films have done such methods (laughs) then we then your 40 minute intro was not earned because you could have done it like Murakami and do it like a short film Murakami did it Murakami wrote a short story he didn't need a huge big book like he, he I think other books that he wrote might be quite big or something I don't know but yeah he has thin and, and thick yeah. yeah so he he did a great and you like that story so he did a great story where he didn't need to use so much words so for me it's a kind of a mixed feeling of this directional style that um, why did we then in the end need her and if we needed her then why did we need the beginning of the film we needed her but shortly I think differently yeah, not we, to go to the to the north <coughs> and there it flopped. Yeah, we, we we could have used her as a more as a more uh, like like a background character of the car, you know, or something. But to make her into a real character with a real backstory was like too much, you know. It was yeah. unneeded, and we we already had the man, the wife, and Maybe the theater. And and the maybe, car is in the center of it, and that's enough, you know. Maybe he was striving for an Oscar because it looks like that. it could be. So so my, my problem is that it was a little bit too ambitious for his for yeah. the style, you know. Like it could have, you, you could have just you know take it easy and make more, you know. But I'm so, I'm <coughs> I'm so thankful that we had this uh, this Chekhov part in it. Where he's choosing the actors and they are playing an act. That's marvelous. Yeah, the audition is great. And everything related to the theater is the best part. The driving the the car, uh, up and down the theater, listening to the things, and then the auditions and the rehearsals, the table reading, that's the best part. And I wish that it would have been more about that and just explore. Also, this this part, you needed this driver for to solve the problem of this this (coughs) criminal actor. The actor who made crim- was criminal. There's oh, this man who... Yeah, what yeah. about him? So he's there within the story, so we need the driver into that. This It's like a triangle. So... Yeah. To solve that. 
to tell that story alone with too many to couldn't. So okay, but that's another. Thing. And I like how so, they used languages even in the table readings and stuff like. Yeah, this is yeah. a very good. All of that stuff is a is a he, marvelous. He he he's, he as a directing because he was nominated for best directing. I understand, but then in mm. other scenes like that snowy house scene, it, he doesn't excel as a director. He, he didn't he was able to sell it and. But it was also because of the screenplay and yeah. And I wouldn't have chosen this film as the winner of the international anyway. It's a good one, but I would have chosen another. Ah, but we will talk about that later. Ah, okay. So you you get to say that. So uh, that was a little bit long. So uh, next we have King Richard, and so this is of the many biography movies. <laughs> That, yeah, yeah. that was on display. There's so many biography movies, and it's it's in the end most of these are just you know good fun, uh, relaxing. There's like uh, King Richard. There's nothing bad happens. It's, it, yeah. it, I was really surprised that there's like talking about the difficulty of growing up and teaching these William sisters to play tennis and stuff. I was very surprised how less of a challenge anything was. <laughs> because there was there's a big challenge in their lifestyle but the, the movie doesn't show that there's no, nothing there's there's no like there's no scene or moment where it like gets into this like low point of that well, that it doesn't go was... their way it, everything goes their way so it's a very mm. i mean that it's a very relaxing comfortable movie that you can just but watch but it was made so it's unbelievable that when they were in the kitchen with the wife him William and uh, the William Richard, what was his name? King Richard. Uh, Richard and his wife, and the wife said that, look, I'm with you still, and you. He actually was. She knew that he, he had other women non stop and other children somewhere. And that was all what was mentioned in this whole film about that. Yeah. So, see, it's incredible that they. And he's praised in this. Nobody mentioned. I've read everything about the, every critic ever, and nobody mentions this. That it was a film about their life, their family life. It actually was film telling about them. But this part, which is a very important part of their life, they didn't go into. Yeah. So, and and William's sister said that it's like very faithful, like it's like everything is true or something. But they picked only the this. Truth, you know, they didn't. Yeah, this. Go, yeah, exactly. So it could be true, but it's still kind of. Yeah, they picked a certain truth and not the more of that. So and Will Smith made a good work, and that's it. Okay. Yeah, he he was he he was fine. You know, he he was he was good. He he put himself into it. I you you mm. could believe him as this. Uh, mm. I I respect him when he does does this kind of effort. But I want to say about this wife, because I, watching this after watching this film, I, I'm kind of astonished that she's nominated for this, for the mother, the Aun uh, Chadu Ellis, if I hope I pronounced that correct, yeah. because she's so non-existent yeah, as as a as a role as a character in the as a character non-existent this is just a background there was a there was a mother what we know about the mother like 
nothing. It was only about the father. We don't even She's, know about the other we, sisters. We we no yeah we didn't know, but there were five of them. So we know only that she said that she took the other daughter to practice while the father took the other. Yeah, so but that's hardly that. a performance. That's just you know. But we didn't see any. We make yeah. a montage video for the movie, you know, of her. We the, are it, in the stuff. You hardly that is the nomination. So what is the nomination mm-hmm. for? It's that one scene that you just mentioned. It's the kitchen scene. That's the Oscar nomination. The one yeah. one monologue that she gave yeah. in the kitchen, and to be honest, is this really enough? And it wasn't even no. the most amazing performance fine actor fine you know but to me this is was not given a chance so uh, i don't in the script in any ways i'm it's kind of shocked that we give this place for supporting actress nomination for such a uh, performance of a movie Mm. it's ridiculous this is uh, this just says that if you you have one monologue where you do that Oscar monologue, you know, Oscar paid Oscar monologue, then that that's enough for you to have a Oscar for, like so, I, so mm-hmm. kind of ridiculous. Strange, strange. So and okay, uh, so so yeah, that's that's all. That's it. Kind of what we want to say about that. And next we have uh, Coda. Yeah. This I haven't seen. Which was the which was the surprising best picture winner. Yeah. Because uh, we had, uh, of course, we had many, many opinions, but I would have never guessed Coda, because it was really in the background, you know. And it was kind of an indie picture, no? It's kind yeah, of a. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But so I was very interested. I saw it afterwards. And I was mm-hmm. very interested in the, like, see, okay, what is this best picture movie? And it it is the most basic Disney family film. <laughs> this is the oh, yeah. type of film you saw on a Disney channel, the, you know, really? direct to video quality. Ah. This is so what not happens? a cinematic triumph. Maybe, maybe the, maybe the. The focus or what it kind of gained attention was these deaf actors and the focus on deaf culture. Uh, yeah. That that kind of pushed it to attention and to kind of create this. But re- in all honesty, the whole story, the whole direction style, the whole acting, it's not, nothing more than like a Disney family film. And know? it got the best picture, yeah? Yeah, it's it's kind of so Incredible. I I understand maybe the Troy Kotsur, kind of because he did a good job. He he was a <laughs> uh, contrary to the King Richard. <laughs> he was present. He was really present in the film. He was a very uh, important character for the story. He had an impact yeah. on the characters. He was really a center point. He was a supporting characters, but he really was had an importance of the story and he his deaf acting he showed something great to to the industry that well, what we can do and i liked it uh, so i'm happy that he got the oscar and stuff i do have i i want to mention about his style and what what kind of to kind of clarify is that his 
dialogues and his character was mostly very profound, profane, uh, cursing. Uh -huh. It was a very cruel, dirty language because ah. it was this kind of, you know, he didn't care what he said. He was just all the time uh, uh, talking about profanities. Oh. So the so the deaf uh, sign language style was a very rough prof profanity, you know, uh, genitalia stuff, you know, and then it's very visual, and he was all the time shouting, very like all of his his whole body language was like shouting. It was very. So uh, now know, I understand. That's why face. he got the prize. Yeah, so it was kind of you know elevated. Uh, yeah, yeah. kind of uh, emotional in, in some ways his body language did felt like something like Mifune you know the way he performed it you know oh. like how he was so bodily kind of physical and present and stuff but I think it that it helped that it like that that it was because of his character being so profane and uh, expressive and and that 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 kind of put it on that stage you know so uh, somebody, maybe I think, if he would have had a deaf actor, a character kind of like drive my car, who that was more subtle, and more you know between the lines, and you know, and you have to you know pay more attention to that. It wouldn't have garnered that same kind of attention. And, yeah. You know, so it's kind of an easy. We finally got the deaf acting, and it's good to push it further. But I would, I would like to see personally maybe something like drive my car type of yeah. characters and deaf acting that would be more uh, integrated more in a subtle way and kind of in a natural way you know because I this too. is yeah this exactly. is a very kind of force of nature in your face type of you know and for sure you know this is movies like this type of characters so I'm happy for that but I will I, I'm curious to see kind of what we get after this, when it would normalize more, you know. Like ah, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested in that. So um, that's my kind of analysis of that. And nowhere near screenplay would have deserved the <laughs> winning of this film, but it's for so the it was was a normal Disney family film there's nothing nothing special really about this uh, film it's, it's, it's in the end if you if you switch the deaf family with a non-deaf family and stuff it, you have this same story it's it's not yeah, really yeah. I, I i found the i the, the the benefit of this type of movie is that it's just it you can have that type of story basic story with a deaf family which is nice and it, it's there's a lot of benefit to show, like a lifestyle movie about the the experience of living in a deaf family, which was the whole purpose of the film, kind of to showcase that. But it didn't do that in a very natural, good way. It was kind of forced in a way, you know. Like mm. there's like this scene where she she tries to she's a teenager. She tries to learn uh, have her homework done at the dinner table and then the the mother the mother comes in and she just like bangs everything on the table because she doesn't hear because she hears she's the only one who doesn't hear uh, who can hear mm. so yeah. bangs everything and then she's like oh give me a moment i kind of it's mm. it's you know and then the father comes in 
and does like a huge fart on the table, like really, you know, again a prof, prof, kind of profane oh. uh, acting, and he knows how you know what the big fart it was, and then the and then the door is like, hey, you know. I you know I hear this and you know and and then and and it's, it, as if the parents are like uh, don't care and to me it just feels weird that fine those moments happen in the family but surely by this time she's a teenager they can communicate about this kind of stuff and this wouldn't happen like that you know it's kind of it's just for the audience to mm. to to teach them about how the life is you know it's like. Uh, it's not the natural life, I feel. Ah, like, it's you a know. teaching film. It's a teaching okay. film. And, you know, I find a much, much better film. Well, maybe I don't get to say as a deaf person, which is a mm. better film, but I, I thought it was a much better film was The Sound of Metal that was completely overlooked from Oscars. I still haven't seen it. Can you believe? Okay, so I, let's not go into that. Much, much better f- about experience of deafness and mm. deaf culture and also you learn a lot from that because mm. it's true all those stuff you know stuff but and mm. it's a little bit biased a little bit you know but great movie you should see that one yeah okay. i should anyway <coughs> so next we have uh west side story mm. have you seen this one yes yes you have and you have seen the original also yes and you like the original still better yes <laughs> so can you tell me why <laughs> because it's original and in that film i can tell you that it's in that film the music is in the main part not anybody else it's a music film uh-huh. this music is so great and original it's like like blew up the world that time in 1962 Mm-hmm. So, so to make it again, not as good. Why? Well, well, I, I would, st- I would stand different to that. I thought they, they. I don't know why. What is the reason to make a new one? Because we already have a good. Uh, people like the original and everything. So why, why do we want to make an original? But now, when they did it, in my opinion, it, it was a lot better than the original. But you haven't, you have to uh, take into consideration that you were not living in 1962. There was nothing like this ever was before. It's new, so you couldn't imagine. You can yeah, imagine but, now but, something but, new yeah. which you don't know. And it blew up and it changed us. It changed everybody. Yeah, but it, so, it, I don't know if it's, a, it's an argument to make that it's, it, it's a good because of that. There's, there's many things in film film and movies that wasn't done before, but it doesn't mean that it was necessarily good. It was groundbreaking. No, many you, in some cases, you have to take into consideration the circumstances in the world, in the, in the politics and in the whatever, all this. So, so it it's exactly like saying that what happened to uh, you do you remember there was a, Sergei Eisenstein made made the battleship Potemkin yeah in the beginning of 1900 it's one of the first films and so that film is only good in the con- context of its its where it was born 
where, when it was. That because was they had that situation there, Russian uh, war in Japan and people were starving and everything. And it's only there. As a film itself, in other time, it's not as but good. So, so what you mean is that it's not a timeless film? You have to. Yeah, it's it's yeah. only only good in its context of and time. Yeah, but there are other times it could be co good in so, context. So, but but isn't that exactly yeah. the argument why it doesn't feel so recent that you don't resonate with that original anymore because it's not good anymore in this time? Like you, you just made kind of my argument. But but those people who saw it in that time in in this this battleship Potemkin. In that time, lived that. Yeah, but what? But, but uh, so for them, it was like an explosion. It's something. It's unforgettable. It's really something. So this happens with the West Side Story, and I really cannot. You know, these people they chose well. They were okay, good, very nice, and everything. But the. The colors were not the same. The streets, and you know, this uh, da the darkness in the streets and things. I remember it as a color explosion, you know. In but it was color. It was. You, remember, you have this living in this America. This one so point in the living crossing. in America. In the original, it was in the dark roof, in in the, in the darkness, and then they moved it in the daylight in the street with the whole community participating. And it was, it was made. By purpose, <coughs> up, gather people, <sighs> gather people in the street, and then everybody is dancing with these things. Well, it's and not it's neorealism; not it's a musical. Of course, they it's a yeah dance choreography. Now we don't we disagree. <laughs> I you know, I'm sorry. Uh, it's not, and it's not believable what they did. This love story between Ansel, Ansel Elgort, and this Maria who was not a Ladino, I think, even. I think she was a Jewish woman. In the original or this, the remake? Who, where? No, this remake. I'm talking about the remake. I think it was, it was Latino. Well, in the original Hispanic. also, it was Natalie Wood, and so it yeah, was... She was uh, not, not Hispanic, no. No, Probably, nobody yeah. was. She was nobody Jewish, was. I think. But those <laughs> times, those things were on the, on the <coughs> agenda. Exactly those things, and they start to talk about those things then. Nowadays, to make it a new and uh, still make the, oh, I can't, I can't even go into it. Well, well, I agree with you with that. That like the impact maybe like if you say that it was a new discussion back then and that it created discussion, then that's that's really good uh, impact of the film, and that you now remake the new film. And my criticism of the new film, even though I, 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 my argue that it, it does many things better from the original is that the in the end the main impact of the film is kind of nothingness it's it doesn't add anything in my opinion nothing. it doesn't have any any real uh commentary you know that's the problem with the film but i but i argue that the original also in in the story itself it doesn't give but because the whole po my argument is that they didn't change that for the new one it it it, it repeats exactly the same end conclusion, which in both but, films I don't like at all. But the main point in these films are still, what I say, is the music. 
Yeah. The music. So it was not done and didn't need to be done again. It's. Yeah, well, you know. But, but, it's great music. It's not the music, normal musical like La La Land or all these musicals, what you have. This is classical, great music forever. It's. It's but it but grand. it was originally a, a, a stage play. Yeah. It's a musical, so they made a yeah. movie of it. So surely, if if they allow, were allowed to make a new adaptation of an existing material, then surely anybody can, like a book, anybody can, you know, like yeah, a book, yeah. you know, like you are allowed to make a new movie from the book. Yes, even though yes, it was exactly. before made, you know. So I agree. It's so a kind of a new, new imagining, but it does it does play on the classic cinematic movie that came before because it's like maybe the ending is like beat to beat like the same, you know. But so, so when Steven Spielberg goes and makes this film, so it they take it to Oscars, so he can make it and anybody can make it and you can make it in theater forever and ever, they make it all the time. But don't bring it to Oscars in two! <laughs> <laughs> and then, one more thing which I, I want to say is that, so what terrible thing they did to Rita Moreno. I remember Rita Moreno from 1962. She was a fantastic woman. I loved her. I still remember her young and beautiful there. And so now they suddenly make her like, old oh, woman, having gray hair. And oh, she's so sentimental. And oh, 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 oh. She's, it's, I want to shoot this but person they got who's done that to her. What? They got to her to see, they got, gave her a singing part. But they she was made her, pitiful old woman who who is like nothing, like nothing. She all the grand. Like no, she, it's it was not looking real. See, I'm, I uh, claim that at home now at this moment she doesn't look like that. <laughs> okay, She's still yeah. a great diva, beautiful woman like whew. Okay, yeah. So the makeup. Why they, they tear people apart? And this is done by Steven Spielberg with his name, they t take him to... Okay, so of course, good point in this film was this uh, this uh, side actress that Ariana Depose, who got... She was wonderful, she was really wonderful, she's beautiful, and she that she got the prize, that's good, it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think I want to clarify that because I didn't get the chance yet, but that I I I the the things that I like in the original is the music is the best thing and the musical yeah. is the best thing you know like every musical scene how it, how it's choreographed how it's sang and how it's played they are very beautiful. And it's also it's, beautiful, I think, in the original. It's it's also beautifully choreographed, beautifully sang. They do a lot of they put a lot of heart and effort into accomplishing those. And the camera work is pretty amazing in the Steven Spielberg. Like how how there's this shot of uh, when he's singing the one of the early love songs about uh, Maria uh, Tony when he jumps on the he's he's in the back alley 
and he jumps on the and it's this dirty alley and then he we see from the above and he jumps on this pool and the pool ripples uh dissolve this this couple of lights behind him and it's just like this ripple effect starts to dissolve this couple of lights into this this tens and tens of little sparkly lights that kind of start to frame him so, so much so many amazing cinematic visual language that he is using like he steven spielberg has an amazing visual uh, talent like yeah, he okay. he understands cinematic language so yeah. it's 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 a uh, undisputed matter of fact and mm. and that's one of the big reasons why it was so prominent in the oscars is because it was uh, headed by Spielberg, who knew wha- how to do things, and it was a pretty remarkable effort that he he for first musical that he has ever done, in such a late stage of his career, he still manages to like do uh, such a solid musical, you know, and my my biggest my biggest kind of differentiation of those movies is that my my. Uh, big criticism of the original one is that the, it was the screenplay the the story and the characters were not fully fleshed and i was really happy to see in the in the remake how they kind of put more effort into establishing more characters they felt more like real people like the like the um bernard the chino do you in the original i don't have any idea who chino is he just comes in. He's supposed to be this, 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 this two-dimensional stock character who Maria is supposed to marry. That's it. There's like nothing about him that we know. And in the original, they do little effort to put little bits of moment and acting and lines to make this kind of three-dimensional. There's like you can feel like he's a real person. Who tries his best, and he has a place in the in the story and in in the dynamic of the characters, and that I I just to me that's just you know, it's a better way of making a movie. You know. Steven Spielberg came and took apart this first one and made this new one, which is not good. <laughs> so I will never forgive him. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's go, let's move on then. Yeah. <laughs> this really was an unpleasant subject. <laughs> okay, so I think you probably hated hated this movie the most of all the movies. No, there were others. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, we will see. We will see. Okay, so uh, we will get, we will get into the the really bad ones. But uh, next we had uh, Belfast. Which is uh, uh, another kind of Disney family film. Yeah. It's it's. But, but Kieran Hines saved it, and he's, it's very good that they did that film, so he could do that part. That's it. I have nothing else to say. Yeah, I I want to I want to mention like I I went to see it, I went to see two films in the theater at my local small theater. Belfast and Licorice Pizza. I went to say oh, Licorice yeah. Pizza first and I was alone. And then there came a couple behind me. And then like 20 minutes into the movie, or half an hour, the couple walked out. 
It wasn't and for you them. Were alone. Yeah, then I was oh. alone watching Ligurie's Pizza. It oh. it wasn't for them. I I came very late in the in the screen in the screenings, you know. So I don't know how big it was in the beginning opening weeks. Oh. But then Belfast also was a long time uh, playing there, and I went to see Belfast with a friend, and there was much more. Let's say ten, more than about at around ten people. It was it's a small small group, so it was quite a lot. And there was next to me there was this older like uh, middle aged lady, mm. who was laughing so hard at this film. It was clearly made for her. She was oh. she was so engaged in this whole film. She was she was loving nice. it. Every oh. time the movie made this kind of funny, cute joke, she was oh, she was really loud as she was. Oh. So it's so you see, everyone has their own. Yeah, and I I was feeling all this time. I I made I had one laugh, which nobody else laughed. <laughs> It was this priest who was very expressive, like a Catholic priest, and it was talking about hell and oh, you go to hell. <laughs> I was laughing my ass off. This was so such a funny performance. Nobody laughed. I don't understand. <laughs> because they are Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 uh, I was thinking that this this was a film really for her. This is the type, you know. And I was feeling like, you know, you, you get to laugh. You get to cry, you get to And the feel. music tells you when. Yeah, it was, it's really this. I, I don't want to, my point is, I don't want to really say it in a, in a, in a demeaning way. You know, I, that I really want to try to point yeah, that out. Yeah, I don't want sure. to say that this is like a lesser type of movie or something. My point, yeah. and I, it, it's not as a family Disney type of movie. Coda was really Disney. That's like, <laughs> because it's for young people and stuff. Belfast is for older yeah. people and it's 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 really designed to be unchallenging unconfronting and mm. relaxing comfortable good feel experience feel good. that you can go in and get out and you can be like oh wasn't that a nice movie yeah. and now i feel so nice and I get to, you know, and it's if you if you want that type of movie, Belfast is great, and and uh, my friend, for example, liked the historical parts a lot, like some of characters and stuff, and I do I did like some of the cinematography of it, uh, some some part because it was a little bit inconsistency sometimes, it was kind of weird, uh, and I didn't like the children acting so much. And, uh, uh, that's hard always. It's if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. It can be hard. My uh, the the kind of my 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 main problem is that well, it it the movie talks about this time period in time in Ireland when there is this there is this fight between on the street between the Catholics and the Protestants, and it's this very a lot of violence on the street. And yeah. stuff, and it, the whole point is about this one street, and the whole goal of the movie and the story is the the parents of the boy, the main boy of the movie, to determine if it's a suitable place to raise a child. Uh. That's the whole point. And do they have to move to England? And it's a big decision. And it's it's a it's it's kind of there is a, there is this kind of good scenes with the boy 
who is kind of confused because his life is there. He loves that street, even though there's this weird violence going on and everything. It doesn't. It's kind of weird. And to him, it's kind of weird to move away, you know, from your home and stuff. But the father has to kind of make that decision. Well, you know, it's a hard decision to do. But you have to think, can you raise your children in a violence, in the middle of violence? You rather want to go to a new strange place that is safe. Kind of a refugee, you know? It's a good yeah. story, but it doesn't tell that story good. It doesn't really give right attention to that. Because in mm. one hand, for example, it doesn't it, it doesn't effectively show the hardship and the violence of that place. It's it's really because there's this kind of a weird mix of because the uh, the the director Benedict uh, um, Kenneth Branagh Benedict uh, Kenneth Branagh he he wanted to make a nostalgic film. It's a romanticized or romantic nostalgic film of his home street where he grew up so in his view everything was brilliant so so you you hardly get to feel that danger so let's if we compare for example i i i I often talk when i was talking about this film i i refer to that with um uh, with rat catcher yeah so that's a film Which, That's a thing, yeah. <laughs> which also sets in Ireland, in in 1970s Glasgow, with a with a with a time of. Uh, Glasgow is not in Ireland. It's in Scotland. Ah, sorry. Uh, now I'm. Now I'm, it wasn't uh, Ireland, indeed, but yeah. it's 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 a very it's a very similar environment. It, it there there is also uh, there's this there's a situation that. Uh, um, of there's a, there's a protest of uh, trash picking that yeah. is set and there's like streets full of these plastic trash bags. It's so dirty. It's such a horrible condition. And and Lynn Ramsey, who made the film, doesn't shy away from the from the from the hardship, you know, to yeah. show how it felt feels for this young boy who really honestly wants to get out. Because yeah. he doesn't want to be in the middle of this all, and I I find it if if we talk about reality and stuff, it's it's a it's a very different type of film. It's not a feel good film. It's a very hard heavy film, yeah. but it's honest to its danger. And Belfast is not honest to that danger. It kind of softens everything. There's one, mm. yeah. You want to say something? Yeah, it's the like the golden hue over everything. Yeah, and there's one one violent scene, and it hardly feels violent because it's kind of a heroic superhero scene, basically. But so, and the and the and the best things about the film is the grandparents, Kieran Hinz and Judy Penn, yeah. Judy Dance, who got the nominations for their act, acting. They are really the best part of the film. Yeah, and 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 uh, they. I wish the movie was more about them. Yeah. <laughs> there is a good story about nostalgia and stuff. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't a good film to make about this family that has to move from the boy's point of view, but more of the grandparents' point of view who has to stay there. Because that mm. was really the best stuff in the film. Yeah. Really, like drama. And all, and the reason why Kieran Hinz got the nomination is because the film gave him the, really the best lines. Uh. Whenever he said stuff and he was on screen, it was gold. 
It was really Maybe he suggested it himself because he's always good and it he's, might he be, knows what I don't know but <laughs> his character his lines his his story everything around him whenever he's interacting with the boy is like so so wonderful and there's this this craft you know quality and then whenever yeah. we get out of that it's so basic and yeah dips into this kind of blah you know so yeah Anyway, uh, we have talked already about an hour uh, about these uh, movies, and I think it was quite a lot, lot of movies for now. So let's let's have a break here and have this as a first part of our Oscar topics, of Oscar movies, and we will continue our discussion on the next episode with the rest of the films. Okay, that was a good idea. So. Bye bye for now. Okay. Bye bye.